Welcome to the Gaining Control Podcast. At the young age of five, I found myself in the front row of an old country church watching the funeral service of my grandfather. All I could remember from that day was my mother's loud cry, my grandfather's still body in the casket, and the groundkeepers lowering my grandfather's body one crank after another. I was left in total confusion as to why this day has become the event I remember the most of my grandfather. As years passed, I finally understood that my grandfather's death inspired me to encourage others. I started to see death in a whole new way. I began to see the people right in front of me that was living but actually dying. I saw people dying to their decisions, problems, pain, poor habits, and much more. I asked myself, how can I help? What do others need? What's the best way to connect with others and learn their story? And how can I share impactful tips and information to transform other lives? The Gaining Control Podcast was created because I truly believe that you can gain control of your life and live your best life. I'm looking forward to the journey we're about to embark on. I believe this is the time for you to start gaining control. Welcome to another episode of Gaining Control. I'm your host and friend, Travis Corley. First time guest, uh, we're in a process um, called the New Thinker Process. And um, this process um, is a 13-step process. And it's about transforming your pain into accessing your personal power. And the whole goal of this series is to help you build momentum to start living the life that you desire to live. Um, and so I wanted to to kind of reiterate that process because I know with first-time guests, they just jump on and you're like, what is Intermission Station? Um, actually, that's the station that we're at right now. And so, like I said, it's a 13-step process. And with that 13-step process, um, there's a few different pathways. And so right now we're in the I pathway, but we, we currently have went through the A pathway. And next pathway is the P pathway. And so right now, Intermission Station is actually the last station in the I pathway. And so the intermission station, um, it's about taking breaks in life. It's about pausing. It's about stopping uh, for a particular amount of time and giving yourself um, just time to recuperate, to recharge, um, and, and to do something different and get away kind of from some of the things that you have done, get away, um, get your mind away from, from some of the things you've been dealing with and kind of just take yourself down a different route for a few moments. Um, and, and with intermission station, um, I can truly tell you that this is much needed. Like this is note to self, um, for this episode, because I'm terrible at taking breaks. Um, I'm so terrible at it that my wife has started to take more control of, of my life in the sense that, uh, she takes my phone sometimes, even when I'm not looking, if I'm just in the house and I'm just kind of like relaxing and, and, and chilling or playing with my daughter, she would take my phone without me knowing and she would go put it on airplane mode, stick it on the charger somewhere and basically hide it from me. And it'd be after about an hour, two hours, sometimes four or five hours. I noticed I can't find my phone. I'm like, where's my phone? Even if she's sleep and she knows I'm looking for it, she'll just politely say, 
in the midst of the dark. It's just it's funny how this happens all the time. But she'll just say, it's on the charger. I took your phone away at such and such a time because you needed a break. And at first, when she did it, I thought it was just like a cool gesture. But then after about the fourth time, and she just kept doing it, I noticed, I said, I have to be terrible at something to why she takes control of my life in this sense. And I talked to her about it, and she said, you don't know how to stop. And I was like, well, you're right. I don't know how to stop. Um, and, and the problem with me um, not stopping is that I dealt with anxiety really bad. Um, I talked about my anxiety story on a few episodes back. And when dealing with anxiety, it just basically introduced me to a poor side of me. It told me, you don't know how to take breaks, but you don't know how to take the type of breaks that's going to help you recharge. And so in this episode, I want to talk about intermission from this, from a few different standpoints to help you all understand that breaks are important, but understanding what type of break you need is what's truly important because just taking a break isn't the thing that I'm I'm shooting for in terms of a goal of this episode, but I'm take I'm I'm shooting for the goal of you understanding more about yourself to take the right break. Because sometimes we take breaks, but if they're the wrong break, we don't get what we need in that break. And so I want to help you with that. I want to help you gain control in that area. So therefore you can start implementing these things to start taking your life to the next level. But also too, as we deal with pain, um, emotional pain, mental pain, physical pain, whatever it is, um, it's just understand that that's our, that's our emotions. That's our body telling us that it's time for us to step back. It's time for us to take a break. It's time for us to pause and kind of analyze what has been happening and why things has been happening. And so in this episode, we're going to dive deep um, into why it's important that you take a break. So, for, for a lot of people, um, they a lot of people haven't really tapped into themselves in this direction. But for me, of late, um, with everything that I do outside of um, the podcast, like my jobs and things like that, um, a common theme has been personality tests. Um, and years ago, I started taking them. And, and at first, I didn't believe them. I didn't think they was accurate enough until I started actually reading up on them. But I started taking multiple tests. And I started noticing that all of these tests was basically telling me the same thing. And that's when I started to take a deep look into who I am. And so I took um, my, a, a personality test at 16personalities.com. And my results is I'm an ENFPT. Um, I also took an Enneagram um, personality test. And, and with an Enneagram, I'm a, I'm a two. Um, and my next highest is a seven. And with Strength Finders, um, my top five is Contextual adaptability, ideation, includer, and belief. And so why did I bring up personality tests? Um, because what I learned about myself is there's a few things I struggle with, and you may struggle with these things too. Um, these are things that's widely um, talked about as people struggle with them. And the first thing is saying no. Um, I mentioned this back in another episode um, as well, but I struggle with saying no. And I always wondered why I struggled with saying no. And as I started to look at my personality type, it was one of the things that the Enneagram personality test revealed to me that I love helping people. That's my heart. It's my desire is to think about and give other people the opportunity to have their needs met. And I didn't understand how much that drained me. 
because I thought this way and I thought it was just my character, but I noticed I'm just wired to give and I had to kind of take a step back and I had to ask myself, there has to be a healthy way to give. And so what I wind up trying to do was implementing a pause or a break in me giving. And I took a step back for a few days and everybody that asked me to do something, I, I fought myself to say no, but I said no. And I started to study, okay, what it is about me and breaks that needs to happen and how these breaks have to go because I'm mentally drained. I'm emotionally drained and I'm fighting myself um, in all these different areas. And I noticed saying no was one of them things. And so I, I just kind of started to, uh, to really dive deep and study. I read from blogs to um, podcasts about personality tests and learning more about my personality um, to books um, to conversations with people. Um, I even sat down and have a conversation um, with some close um, leaders that's in my life about it. And it was just one of them things where I noticed that because I failed to say no, because I, I give so much, um, what typically happens is I burn myself out a lot. And the question that they was able to answer for me was, what can I do to help me um, to move forward? What can I do to help me um, to say no in a healthy way? What can I do to position myself to give in a healthy way? Because I noticed I was doing all of these things unhealthy. And so my uh, my, my boss um, at, um, well, I wouldn't even say my boss. Sorry, Matt. I'm going to say my leader. Um, I work for an organization called Youth for Christ. And um, my urban missionary leader, Matt, he, he gave me a few tips that truly helped me out. And so I want to share those tips because despite your personality, um, it may help you as well. But this is a great way to take a break and to actually pivot and go a different direction, a more healthier direction. So he taught me something that I do now with my wife um, because my wife knows another thing about me that I struggle with is that I have a ton of ideas, which I said in my personality type uh, from Strength Finders is ideation is number three. So I have a ton of ideas, and I think all these ideas is, is A-plus ideas, but they're not. And what happens a lot of times is 90% of them is probably terrible. It's just in my mind, they sound good. And then the way that I communicate ideas, I communicate them with so much detail and so much vision that people often take me serious and they think, oh, he's wanting to go through with this idea. And so I had to learn how to speak my ideas out, but not put them in a, put them in a way that people think I'm trying to execute on them, but just saying that this is me thinking out loud. And so my mom, with my wife, our communication was off a lot of times because I would throw out ideas. She takes those ideas. She starts to plan for them. And then I come back three weeks later, like, Oh, I don't want to do that. That was just an idea. And so we had terrible communication there, but also too, I noticed that I've, I failed that even saying no to my own ideas. And so um, my boss gave me this plan. It's, it's a three P's. It's called provision, plan, and promise. And with this, what he said was, first speak out the idea. It's the provision. And let my wife hear it and let her feed, let her give me feedback and tell me what she thinks about it. And so my wife would take the idea, she'll think about it, and she would give me feedback. Now, she gives me feedback. She said, this is terrible. I usually would push the idea away. I introduce it to a friend sometimes or to another leader in my life. But typically, I push the idea and I kind of get rid of it. 
And then if she gives it back to me and she say, you know what? I like this idea. You should pursue this. Next, I would go and write a plan for that idea. After I write the plan, I would take the plan back to her and allow her to look over the plan. If she looks over the plan and she tells me to make a few changes, I make those changes. But also, too, I take that plan now after the few changes and I finalize it and I give it back one more time. And now she would give it back to me and say, OK, I like this. You can move forward. Now that I can move forward with this plan, now it becomes a promise and I execute on it. And so that helped me to deal with the ideation part of me, the part of me that don't say no to myself um, with all the ideas that I have. And so because of that, because of that, now we are better communication, but also, too, we're able to move forward with um, with our lives. We're able to not be as frustrated. And then also, too, my wife can communicate with me in a way that she knows is healthy. And so that's what I loved about this plan It was um, that he gave me was it was actually healthy. And it helped me because I really struggle with saying no. And that's even to my ideas. But also, too, I struggle with saying no to other people. And so he also gave me something else that positions me to get what I need done for myself because on the Enneagram type two helpers, what typically happen is we give all of our time. We give all of our effort. We give all of our energy to everybody else. And we don't have nothing left over for us. And we find ourselves trying to operate off a dead battery just to do something for ourselves. But when we don't have that energy, we don't have that enthusiasm. We don't have that, that drive to do for ourselves. What happens is that type two, that the ENFP, it reverses on us. And now we become unhealthy. We become frustrated. We become agitated. We become angry people. And you're, and you look at us and you say, this person was nice. What happened? It's not that they're not nice no more. It's just that their personality type, if it's not dealt with correctly, if they're not positioned or they don't understand how to navigate through certain seasons of their life, they don't know how to navigate through the pain of what it means to give so much and, and, and failing at saying no. What happens is they get frustrated. And that's what you see from a lot of people that have such personality types. And this may be you. This may be your personality type. Um, what I will say is go to 16personalities.com and take the, the test and see what your results are. And just email me at gaininghtrollpodcast.com and let me know what your results and we can dialogue dialogue. Um, we can get into some conversation about what your personality type may be. Um, also, too, if you prefer strength finders um go to strengthfinders.com and you can take the personality test there i think it's a small fee of about eight to ten dollars for strength finders they've been around a lot longer and the enneagram type um you can find it online but there's so many that the right one you may not find um so i would try to find the link and post it in the, the episode notes to help you all um with the enneagram type as well and so like i was saying so matt um, my missionary leader, he gave me a few ideas to help me navigate my personality type so I could be more effective, more efficient. Um, and so I could start operating also in my personal power. And another thing that he gave me was um, he has something he does called Limitless Thursdays. And what that means is he would take Thursdays and that's where he would complete all of these things he started. And so what I noticed for my personality type, too, is because I have a lot of ideas I start a lot of things sometimes and I never finish them. And sometimes I have people and, and all these places and 
everybody's waiting for something from me and I never finish it. So he gave me um, this idea of taking a day and just completing everything you need to complete. So I, I titled mine Not Limitless Thursday because I didn't want to be like him. But also, too, my schedule is different. Uh, my my preferred day is Fridays. And so I called mine Finalized Fridays. Um, I don't know for, for somebody, it may be sit down and get it done Saturday. Or it may be stay your butt home and finish something Sunday. Um, I don't know what it is that you would call it for yourself. But this is a great idea of just taking some a one day and finalizing some things and getting things done. So my Friday was really productive because I tried this for the first time. Not only was I able to clean the house, I was able to um, to reach out to different people um, later on about the podcast that I wanted to reach out to. I was able to finish up some things for work. I was able to finish up some projects, research some things. I was able to do so much. Like I knocked off like a list that had 20 things on it. I knocked off almost 17 and I was like, thank you. I needed this, but it worked. And that was the thing. And it was healthy. So tomorrow I don't have to worry about having all this anxiety from this list of things I didn't get done. I could spend my day with my family. I could spend my day productive. It actually created a lot of time um, for me to be able to do the things that I want to do. So I'm talking about the process. Like I said, the first process was the three P's provision plan and promise this process was about picking a day to get and finalize and complete some things for yourself that you may have um, didn't get complete throughout the week or throughout the month throughout the year so far um and so i call mine finalize fridays and so the next thing um that that i would say to help you all to 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 gain control of yourself gain control of your life um with taking a break is um just sit down for 15 minutes, no cell phone, no TV, um, no distractions. Um, you can sit down in the dark. You can sit down in the light. It doesn't matter. Just sit down for 15 minutes, no distractions, and just think about yourself. That may sound so selfish or it may sound like that's pointless. But for 15 minutes, just think about you. Think about your needs. Think about your wants. Think about something you want to do for you. Think about something that make you happy. So many of us spend our time thinking about everybody else and everything that we never take time in our life for ourselves. It's okay to take time for yourself. And trust me, like I said, this is note to self. And the reason why it's important to take time for yourself is because if you don't take time to invest in you, if you're not intentional with investing in yourself, you're never going to be healthy enough to do those things for other people. And you don't want people getting sloppy um, results from you. You don't want people getting kind of the, the tail end of who it is you are. You don't want people getting the least important part. You want people to get the best. And so in order for people to get the best when you give, in order for people to get the best at work, in order for people to get the best in your projects, in order for people to get the best in your personality, for them to always be around a healthy, strong person, you have to give to yourself. It's okay. 15 minutes. Just start off your day with 15 minutes of giving to yourself. So like I also said too, I, my other job is I work at a community college and I work at Oklahoma City Community College in Oklahoma City. And 
and, and for everybody that's out of out of the United States, that's in um, that's in the United States. Uh, but it's a small state in Oklahoma. It's a small state that's right next to Texas to give you somewhat of an idea of where we're located on the map. And um, being at the community college, I, my students, I, I had my students take the personality test the other day, and I wanted to see kind of where they was at. But it also let me know a lot of things about them as well, and I saw kind of their personalities come out in the class, and it kind of confirmed some things. But also, too, it was a lot of eye-opening um, for them, and I noticed a lot of what my students struggled with was saying no. Um, my, my students struggle with that as well. And it's based on the family situations, but I saw where their personality aligned closely to my, to mine as well. And so I knew why we, why we struggle with that. And so I was able to talk with them about this as well. And, and I mentioned the idea of taking breaks and I told them we have to take breaks from social media. We have to take breaks um, from friends sometimes, even from I'll say this carefully not taking a break from your relationship, but having time that you all spend apart, healthy time that you plan to spend apart, um, just for the simple fact that you need this break sometimes. And so I told my class that a break from social media, this is how it should look. Because sometimes we think, oh, I'm just not going to log in or I'm not going to click on the app, but this is how it should look. And like I said, because my wife is going to listen to this episode and say, I hope you're listening to yourself. So that's why I keep repeating this a note to myself. It's actually to her. So she know I'm going to do this. And it's, it's taking, it's deleting the apps off your phone or off your computer device, your laptop or whatever, tablet, whatever it is you use, deleting the app for a weekend. So Friday, 12, that's your last time on the app. You delete it for Saturday, Sunday. And you can get back on it Monday and take those two days off and just give yourself opportunity to recharge without the rest of the world in your life while you're recharging. And so I told my class that. And of course, when you're dealing with 18 to 25 year olds, they didn't want to do it. They looked at me crazy. Some laughed. Some thought it was a joke because, you know, this is their life. Social media, social networking is their thing. But also, too, they don't understand that as great as social media is. And the importance uh, of social media and how we we use it to communicate throughout the world, there's a, a lot of problems that come with social media as well. So I was telling them that, hey, we got to break, but this is how you break. Um, another thing I would say with those 15 minutes I talked about this morning, um, not just sitting down um, and, and, and just relaxing, um, but also being intentional about meditation um, for, for a lot of people. I'm just actually meditating. Um, some people do it with music uh, where they go to YouTube and they play like the ocean sounds or they play like soft sleep music and they close their eyes and they meditate. And with meditation, that's just all only thing about meditation. I don't really know too much about it. So what I would say is go to YouTube and just pull up meditation videos and let people teach you. I'm going to ask somebody that you know that does meditation. Um, this is something great to type in on social media and ask your friends uh who who does meditation and ask them how you do it properly but for me when i usually when i do meditation is like i said i get any distractions out the way but i close my eyes i can't cross my legs no more crisscross applesauce it does not work um i would be in a hospital with a broke bone if i tried that so typically what i do is i just stretch out wide and and i i hold my hands up as if i'm praying i close my eyes and i just Get my, I, I just concentrate on my breathing one breath at a time, 
one breath at a time. And I do that typically for 15 minutes. And that just gets me to center myself away from the rest of the world, but to just get all of me back in one place. And I love that when I do it because it just helps me to be renewed. And so I'm able to go out and be my best self after I do that. Um, there's a difference of who I am in my household, around my child, my wife, friends, family. It's just a total difference when I'm able to start off my day that way. Now, another thing that I do to recharge, um, I'm a Christian. And so I don't know how many of you are Christians or if, if following the Christian faith is your lifestyle, whatever you follow. It doesn't matter. I'm not in particular um, to what you follow. I'm just stating for me, what I sit down and do is sometimes I pray. Um, I spend my mornings and I pray um, or I spend my money, mornings and I'm reading um, so I, I do different things in my 15 minutes. If I don't do different things, I get bored really easily. So I try to switch it up from morning to morning. Sometimes um, I listen to a positive message um, sometimes from from a leader that I allow to invest in me. And so some it's just I do different things, but I take a break from the rest of the world and I just get myself back to a position where I can recharge because it's important. And so many of us, like I said, we don't do this and we wonder why our life goes the way it is, why we're filled with anxiety, why we're frustrated often. It's because we don't properly take breaks. So I'm just encouraging you to seriously take a break because it's needed. Like you deserve to take a break. So don't ever feel like you can't take a break. Um, another thing I really wanted to bark on this um, in this in this episode is because I know a lot of people um, that I know personally that listen to the episode, everybody have jobs. And sometimes we give so much of ourselves to our job. And yes, you can say, well, Travis, I have a family. I have to feed my family. Hey, Travis, I need money for X, Y, and Z. Hey, I'm trying to do this, so I need it takes money. But also, too, I have an obligation with my job, and I get it because I do, too. But I've learned that when I was giving so much of myself to my employer, my family was was getting less. And the things that I valued was becoming backseat to what the company valued. And that exchange of money wasn't as important as my family. And like I said, the reason why I even started the podcast was because I saw so much of people around me that didn't have control of their life. My grandfather in the introduction, he's just one example of what I personally saw growing up as a child. But there's so many more examples, which I would start sharing. I'm going to start sharing more detailed and intimate stories as episodes go on. And you will start to see why I'm so passionate about helping people gain control. Because I saw people lose their life to 40 years of working. And the only thing the job rewarded them for was he to watch a party. They was able to buy themselves a car and they was able to basically come home and have people close to them to say congratulations. And that was it. And that is not worth 40 years, 30 years of your life, 12 hour days, 10 hour days for the exchange of money. And so I'm telling you, I understand we need money, but that's not it. And so I saw people didn't take breaks. And that may be you. You just don't take breaks. And you think, oh, I'm young. I can just keep going. Oh, I feel good. I can keep going. But also, too, here's what makes it crazier. When we don't take breaks, but we have poor other poor habits, the eating, the drinking, 
um, like I said in one, like I said in the last episode too, um, where how people uh, result to things to help them feel better. They result to all poor habits to help them feel better. And imagine you can't go at a at a high um, intensity level with these jobs, and then you have poor habits. It's going to catch up one day, and when it does catch up, it's not going to be pretty. And like I said, that's just what I saw a lot of. And so I'm just really passionate about everything that I'm talking about on every episode because it's true. You need to take breaks. You need to be a healthy you. You need to see the best you. You need to thrive. You need to walk around happy with a smile and not frustrated. You deserve that for yourself. Like I deserve that too. So taking these breaks is actually a good thing. So don't feel like it's not a good thing. It is. You need to. So I encourage you this weekend, start taking a break. I encourage you during this next week that's coming up, take a break. I encourage you to look in your schedule for the month of March. Take a break. I encourage you to even set up a vacation for the summertime. Take a break. It is needed. It's okay. Take the break. Plus, your family, your friends, your girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever it is that's closest to you will probably tell you the same thing because they see how you're running around like your head is cut off. And you don't know how to stop. Take a break. So the last thing I want to say before I close out this this episode is that um, there's a few benefits um, to taking breaks while working. Um, and, and and even I'll, I'll say this, while we're at work, it's okay to take a break. Some people have breaks where it's built into their time schedule. I know working in factories and things like that, they give you breaks. Um, I don't know how corporate offices for some people but i know some places give breaks because i've worked for somebody that gave multiple breaks throughout an eight hour ten hour day but taking breaks um there there there's some other benefits to taking breaks and and i'm going to list them off the first thing is taking regular breaks will help you make better decisions you you have a clear mind the second thing is breaks help spark creative ideas and new solutions Third thing is break helps you stay focused over long periods of time. Fourth thing is breaks can help you retain information and memory. And the fifth thing is taking short breaks every now and then you can refocus on your big picture goals. And so I wanted to list those things out to kind of help those of you that work um, in a job to why breaks are beneficial. So you can start understanding that there's an importance when taking breaks. And so last, last thing I'll say um, just about, Everything that I've been through um, is my anxiety came when I failed at taking breaks. Uh, My anxiety came when I was ignoring the very best part of myself. My anxiety came when I felt as if I was Superman and I could and I didn't have to slow down. When I was pridefully thinking that because of my age that I'm able to go at a high intensity pace because I was judging myself and where I'm at based on all the other people that I seen growing up. And I kept thinking that, oh, they're old. That's why they can't go fast. Never thinking that one day I would grow to be older where I don't have the energy, but also too, I failed at taking care of myself when I was younger. And so I'm telling you, it can't catch up and it will catch up and you don't know how it's going to catch up. It can catch up to you through cancer. It can catch up to you through your eating and you get diabetes it can catch up to you um, through anxiety, through depression. It can catch up with you where it causes you to become a chain smoker, where it causes you to pop pills. You don't know how it's going to catch up with you. Take breaks. 
They're necessary. You have to be intentional about taking breaks. I'm telling you this. Breaks are important. So please stop neglecting breaks and thinking that you don't have to take them. And 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 the last point that I'll make really quick is when you're dealing with other type of pain, such as death, bad news, or different things of that, that nature, take breaks. You have to recharge. You have to get yourself back to a healthy point. Growing up in the inner city, we dealt with a lot of death, a ton of death. And when I tell you a ton, a ton, and, a, and largely it's not even because life just happens and people are dying at older ages. We took, we, we dealt with a lot of death because people lack control because we didn't have control over the type of living, um, over our decision-making over our habits. So we dealt with death in a whole new way than I've ever seen compared to the rest of the world. And with dealing with that death, I had to learn how to take breaks because I never did. And that contributed to my anxiety. And I even dealt with PTSD because of that as well. And so what I'm, I'm ending this episode to say, it's not selfish to take breaks. Take your breaks. They're important. They're needed. And stop saying yes to everybody else and say yes to yourself for a change. You have goals, dreams, and ambitions that's just as important as everybody else's needs. Loving yourself is taking breaks. To gain control of your life, taking breaks accordingly will help you recharge. That's one of the most important things that you can do for yourself. I truly believe in you. I know you believe in, too, in you too. And so breaks is going to help you to be the person that you desire to be. The train is exiting intermission station. We're now switching tracks. We're on to the P route. Next stop, next episode, Principal Station. To receive updates and additional content from the Gaining Control Podcast, connect with us at gainingcontrolpodcast at gmail.com and connect with me personally at Travis K. Corley on all social media sites. Lastly, we want to hear from you. Share with us your personal story. Please email us at gainingcontrolstories at gmail.com.